You are now listening to the Fight, Fights Like a Girl, Girl podcast with Big Fridge and GQ Smooth. already know what's going on you are now locked into another episode of the fights like a girl podcast i am the head and not the tail it's gq smooth that's gq underscore sm zero o t h and you can find me on ig of course i got my other half with me tell them who you are man big fridge of fights like a girl short north us you know all that can on you know what i'm saying you can find me at instagram you can find me on uh facebook you can find me on uh, 48short at gmail.com. You can find me at Fights Like a Girl 614, all that. You got a real chill vibe right now. Like, yeah, I'm a little laid back, man. It's a little cold outside. And it's my weather, you know what I'm saying? It's nice and frosty, just like I like it. I don't know what the hell done happened. It was 60 something earlier. Now it's damn near 30 something around this joint. I'm <laughs> liking that shit. I am. I love me some wintertime. On life. All right, well, shit. You want to bring us in today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We build on the most important topic. Me and the homie was talking about this, and we built on this many times in the class in the joint, man. This is about poverty, right? And so, a lot of people right now feel as though they're doing so bad in life. Now, understanding that actually Americans are doing a lot better than they have than any other time in history, in all actuality, financially speaking, right? So, I want to tackle the subject of poverty in a very real way, so that people can stop looking at themselves as if they are doing worse than they really are. Yeah, I know what it is to be to the curb. I get that. I mean, I ain't start selling dope for no reason or nothing like that, you know. But at the same time, when you're looking at poverty and what poverty really is, Americans really don't have a reason to talk about how bad they're doing. We treat ourselves bad, but it's a state of mind and not a state of the pocket. You know what I'm saying? You know what? It's crazy when I think Ben Carson said that in 2017 when he was running as a, pre- a presidential candidate. Right. I feel like he got chewed out for saying that. Yeah, he probably did, but he said some more other bullshit like, you know, we as immigrants and shit like that. So motherfuck Ben Carson, his motherfucking Republican <laughs> house nigga ass. You know oh what I'm saying? Good. You always be starting off on that track. Yeah, like, fuck him. And his, man, that motherfucker makes me sick. I actually watched this movie like... Oh, he's so brilliant. He came out of Detroit and he made it and shit. He's a dickhole. For real, man. He took over a hood. Ain't even know what the hell he was doing. It's ridiculous. This is not about Billy Car- Ben Carson yeah, today. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. But I ain't about to sit and let you defend him. I'm just saying he got chewed out for that same statement. You know, you do you remember made. the context in which it happened? Nope. It was in 2017. We're in 2019. Headed into 2020, so nah. You know, y'all's you know, you got goldfish memories in your generation, so I get that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, right, I like to start with just uh, something to think about, right? So we born and raised here in America, one of the most bountiful lands in the world, you know, with respects to economics, uh, resources, and other things. You know, Africa's the richest continent in the world still. But why are the Africans doing so bad in Africa? And it's the richest continent, literally, the most vast, the largest continent, all the oil, all the uranium, all the gold, all the diamonds, everything is over there. Water everywhere. Yet, you got to go over there and give them aid for water. Lake Victoria is huge. You understand? I mean, Africa is so big that there's a park 
in, 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 in Africa, in the Congo, where the gorillas is at, it's as big as Alaska. That's just the Congo itself. That's a park in the Congo to show you how big Africa really is and how many resources in that joint. Yet, the brothers and sisters on that continent, for the most part, according to the statistics, are doing really bad. Why is that? And why, why is it that us so-called black people in America are so fucked up financially? To the curb. Jobs everywhere right now in Columbus. I just turned down a job for another job. And I just, you know, got off the joint. You know what I'm saying? Just turned down a job. Yeah, for another one. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, you know, I ain't even been to work yet, but I'm just saying. See, I think um, when you say poverty is a mindset and not of the pockets, I just think I'm on the fence with that just because, you know, poverty is an economic reality. That's right. I mean... You got things like a lack of equal opportunity, wage gaps, and not having access to medical care. Mm-hmm. And those all contribute to hardships, especially not having those same opportunities. Okay, absolutely true, right? I just did. I just said, okay, I agree with you to bait you in, though, for real. <laughs> at, at the same time, we talk about these wage gaps and all these things. Let's talk about the dollar. The black dollar, how many times it circulates as opposed to the Jewish dollar, the white dollar, the Iranian dollar, the Mexican dollar. How many times does it circulate in our own community, right? Every store around here is owned by an Iranian or Arab or somebody who who wasn't born here, you understand? You can't go to a store around the north side of Columbus or the east side of Columbus and buy really nothing just on the corner store in these food deserts from your own people. No so-called black people own any of this shit. None of it. None of it. Now, what happened? We didn't get the opportunity to buy the store? Now, true indeed, they folded Carl Browns. Carl Brown was a brother in Columbus who was, you know, had his own, had one of the biggest grocery stores in Columbus or out east. He was doing his thing. And the government folded Carl Brown. Because they don't, yeah, true indeed, they did not want economic empowerment for the African in America. They still don't. But there are many other ethnic groups that they don't want economically empowered as well, I'm sure. Don't have the stats to stand on it. But this is not the land of equal opportunity, but still the land of opportunity. So it's about what's between the ears. And let's just say this. Average African walks into a situation until he opens his mouth. You can't tell many times whether he wanted us or one of the ones who just came off them from, the mother, from, the mother, uh, from the mothership itself. You know what I'm saying? You really can't tell. We all look the same. Well, what's the difference? What's the difference is the mindset of the people. That's the difference. They can all come together, as I said before, put together their money and make it happen for themselves. But why can't we do it? What's the problem? Do you have an answer? I don't have an answer, but I see what you're saying. Like, I definitely feel that. I feel like within the black community, we're all like, it's like crabs in a barrel in a sense. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of black people pulling other blacks down to you know climb the ladder so i feel like we're in general oh my god i'm gonna get chewed out for this in general i feel like we're more of a selfish people we like focus on trying to like flex on each other like make yourself look good but don't want to help your brothers and sisters because it is hard uh to get where you gotta go so you don't want to give them the tools to get where you gotta go either that's what i've been seeing no disrespect to the brothers and sisters who do Give a hand up and not a hand out, but they're far and few between every, you know, I can see that as well, right? But when we talk about the mind state of poverty, right? So, you know, I'm from the shore, we come from the projects and whatnot. And like in New York, like my dudes come down from New York, they be like, man, you call this the project? 
Then I went to the Bronx, and I'm like, damn, no, that's the project. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, brothers and sisters, you know, from the other continent, they come over here, and they live in those same project buildings. Don't get me wrong. Some of them fall victim to the crime game and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Some of them turn into hood rats. All that shit. You know, it happens, man, because there's a bigger dynamic going on, a psychological dynamic that can actually fold anybody, but really the African American, because it's designed to fold us with our mentalities, with our desires, things of that nature, right? But when they come over here, they come over here with a mission. But they also come over here with indoctrination. And we don't have that. Because when they took us off that boat, they stripped us of that. If our name didn't mean nothing, then why'd they take it from us? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, if our culture didn't mean nothing, then why'd they take it from us? If you say the word voodoo, first thing a black person do is pull out a cross. Uh-uh. But that was one of our original religions. If we had maintained one of our original religions, like I talked about in a previous episode, like Duddy Bookman, he had a voodoo ceremony, and basically that was the beginning of the liberation of Haiti because they held on to who they were. So they come over here, and they are who they are, and they know what they want, and they come with a mission. They're family-orientated. They pool their resources. They get it together. But because of the slavery, everything wrong with it, as I continue to say that, is tied to a fucking slave ship. Because of slavery, we can't stand up. But why do you think, like, even after hundreds of years, like, we still don't have that support within the black community? I mean, because, like, I see every day parents, soon as their child, let's say, turns 18, they like, all right, now you're officially an adult, go ahead and go. And it's like, my brain's not fully developed at 18. Like, you know, I'm still making mistakes. It's still child and error. So why are you... Kicking me out so soon, I guess. Yeah, shit. I mean, you got to ask the mama. She probably like, shit, my brain ain't fully developed neither. I'm twice your age. You know what I'm saying? I mean, shit, when we talk about the development of the brain, it's what's put in. When you talk about what a neuron is, right? Inside of the brain is these things called neurons, axons and all that can on it make up a neuron, right? These things store and hold memories, all right? This shit is not nothing that don't exist on a, on a fictitious plane. This shit is real. It's just as real as the air you breathe. It's just as real as the water you drink. And so, therefore, what you put in the neurons is stored there. And when you actually go to recall a certain memory so that you can help yourself down the line, ain't shit in the fucking neuron. We're undereducated. We're undereducated. We don't have a sense of family like that. I mean, shit, most of us ain't grew up with no mamas, no daddies and shit. Drug habits, all that old bullshit. I mean, we fried and it was not properly indoctrinated growing up. We too busy. Like when shit get too hard, first thing a motherfucker want to say is there's either two tears in a bucket, fuck it. Or you want to go to church and just put it in God's hand. Like he ain't running the whole fucking universe with she or whatever it is. He ain't running the whole fucking universe. You ain't got time to be motherfucking paying your light bill, motherfucker. Shit. I mean, it's about the numbers. I will say this about the God thing. Yeah. <laughs> just to piggyback off of that. I don't like seeing people who just put it in God's hands because it's like you gotta you gotta put some work in too because yeah. it's like you can't just pray for a job without filling out an application. Thank like you. I don't understand how you expect results when you're not trying to move, you know, in a different manner. Yeah, and I, I think that that's what ties into a lot of people saying that like poverty is a choice because it is so many opportunities in America right. and a lot of people view uh, people who are impoverished as being uh, lazy yeah. or uh, just like not full of drive and ambition which right. is, is kind of detrimental in a sense. Absolutely it's bullshit right because you know you talk about you know because they're impoverished they're lazy and this that and the other. Nah Many of us are simply undereducated. Like, I've been studying the financial institutions since I've been locked up. That shit ain't nothing but the dope game. All that shit is just like the dope game. 
You got the stack and starve uh, aspect of it in the early stages of it. You got to properly invest. That's your re-up. All this shit is basically the motherfucking dope game. And then when you start looking at the breaks that they get, look, my dude just bought a 2019 Range Rover under depreciation. Do you know what that is? It's basically when you owe Uncle Sam some money and you got properties and you in the real estate, you can just defer your tax money and just go get you a Range Rover every three motherfucking years and not pay your fucking taxes. I want a Range Rover off tax money too. <laughs> But how the fuck you gonna know about what uh what, what this shit is if you ain't never studied this in school? You was never had access to this knowledge, and it ain't that hard. Uh, you know what they say: if you want to keep anything from a black person, you put it in a book. You don't fucking I mean, know it. But if you really want to keep some shit from his age, put him in Columbus Public School. <laughs> shit. I just want to say something about like being impoverished, even though I I really don't know that struggle, so I can't really speak on it too much. Right. But at the same time, I just feel like um. From the people I've seen who are living below the poverty line, mm-hmm. I feel like being poor is way harder than being rich. I mean, yeah. to me, like, being poor, like, you are a great A hustler, like, for real. Like, you got to get up at a certain time. Maybe you got to donate some plasma. It's, like, so scheduled. It's so strategic Absolutely. just to, like, meet, you know, your guidelines of your basic needs. Oh, yeah. So, I think that's pretty cool how they're able to... That, to me, that's why when they say poor people are lazy, it's like, to me, they're some of the hardest working people just to, like, get food on the table. I got to go sell my blood or my plasma. I got to then go to the food pantry. Then I got yeah. an appointment with Jobs and Family Services right. to make sure I got my medical or my... my um wick for my baby like it's mm. it's such a scheduled thing it's yeah. just like it looks so stressful yeah. and with that stress which i see in the black community we're under more pressure and more stress that creates um health issues right. and that can even transfer into your baby your unborn fetus that's right. so that's that's just wild to me right yeah. there it's a chain reaction and the shit keeps going downhill downhill down here but if you actually took one tenth of that grind that you was putting in, the degradation you gotta you gotta deal with when you go to the welfare office and all that bullshit, right? And you put that into learning about the financials, learning about like you was laughing at me earlier because I read the articles, articles of Confederation and the Federalist Papers. I was sitting in the joint, but I wanted to know how America really works. Like, how did these motherfuckers get this shit to where it's at? Because for real, for real, these one nothing but a bunch of white boys with ideas and a vicious goon hand and a vicious rape hand, right? So I'm just saying, how did you get the fuck to where you at? If you invest in your mind properly, then you can overcome this shit. But you got to first know where to start, know where to look. And then, of course, then you're going to have your roadblocks later. You know what I'm saying? Like my, one of the homies that's in the real estate, you know, they, he said that the black realtors only get like 10% of the prime properties. They only have access to like 10% of the prime properties in any city in the United States of America. So the hurdles you spoke of earlier was like that. But these niggas is millionaires now, though. You know what I'm saying? So, hell, shoot for the motherfucking stars and yeah, shoot for the moon. At least you fall short amongst the stars, I guess is the theory, in America right now. But, when, go ahead. I just, before I forget, like, my question is, like, where do you start to find the information if you don't know what questions to ask? Yeah, and that's the fucking problem. You know what I'm saying? So, when you go to ask a question, how do I get up? All about how you ask the question, first of all. Like, they say drug dealers are, oh, it's easy money. Shit, I was a drug dealer. That shit wasn't easy. God damn, you got, can't take the same way home every motherfucking night. Always worried about a motherfucking swat king in the door or some nigga kicking in the door. Oh, it wasn't easy. The money was faster, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't easy, god damn. So you got to know, like, you got to even have, you, you got to even know where to start to even start. 
And that's where we're under and oh, we're under the we're, we're way way behind. I mean, it's just sick. You know what I'm saying? That we're way under the toe. It's sick. Like when you look at how Japanese women, Chinese women, uh, Jewish women, uh, you know, women, a lot of women on this planet, how they raise their children. Like the first thing they do is put instruments in their kids' hands, and then they tell them certain things. They're gonna tell them you're gonna be a doctor or a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? That they they push that on them. Mm. So you raising the self esteem off the rip. But look at the average project, nigga. Look at you. You look just like your dumbass daddy. Can't stand that motherfucker. So it's self esteem. Her self esteem is already shot coming out the motherfucking gate. So the self worth ain't even there, right? So if you ain't got no motherfucking self worth, then how the fuck you gonna want to actually build yourself up? You don't give a fuck about yourself. So everything is about just getting by. Another thing about the project mentality, the motherfucking impoverished mentality, is that money is everything in the end all. Nah. But since you're doing so motherfucking bad, motherfuckers clowning you because your shoes is leaning, is you ain't doing well and shit. You feel like you got to hurry up, rush, and go get this shit. And that sets you back. Because in all actuality, you got to build yourself up. Commit one built in a day. It's a stairway to heaven, not a fucking escalator. You know what I'm saying? So if you always under pressure and shit, or like you said, mom pushing you out the house at 18 and shit. You know what I'm saying? Always talking about where the motherfucker ain't got this, that, and the other. You want to keep moms happy. You, you know, because, that, you know, in most cases, that's your first love or your pops is your first love of your girl or however that shit go. You want to keep them happy, but they always talking about what a motherfucker ain't got and how they ain't going to be able to get in this shit. It's what's being taught early in the game, and it ain't their fault. So Somebody gave that like, shit to them. You think that's like tearing them down and like it's destroying uh, decreasing them. the motivation? It's killing but the motivation. But where, where as a person do you just find your own motivation and your own ambition and drive? Like you, you, you have to live this life for yourself in all aspects like right. you know what i mean like yeah thank you for your opinions and trying to set me straight you know for the ones who teach you within your family but like where do you break away from that and want to get it yourself and that's the thing it's easier said than done because in many aspects a lot of people do have that self-motivation that self-drive right but like i said when you've been tore down from day one you being destroyed in your own household. And the God forbid that motherfucking nigga, that no good ass uncle that your mom fucking is raping your ass and all this old whole ass shit. So many psychological barriers going on with your ass. How the fuck you gonna be self-motivated when ain't no self? Ain't no self. Ain't no you. It's just about, man, I'm here. Sometimes I wish I was dead, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And so in order for everybody to get off my motherfucking back, I need to come up with some money. And that's how that shit go wrong off the rip. You know what I'm saying? Like in the hood and shit, if you got, like, these bitches sitting up there in these motherfucking projects, they got $20 fucking rents back in the days and shit. You know what I'm saying? Same. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And so they be like, I got a good man because he paid a $20 renter. He might not even be paying the motherfucking rent. He just got a piece of a fucking man and shit. You know what I'm saying? But somehow this motherfucker's a good man because he paid your motherfucking $20 ass bill or motherfucking to subsidize your motherfucking food stamps because he got some bullshit. That ain't what the fuck it is. So therefore, but then what about this dude morally? He might be a fucking pedophile, fucking creep. This motherfucker might be any goddamn thing. Mm. But his manhood is tied to the amount of money he make and the dick he slain. That's bullshit, man. That ain't how it is. But this is how we judge in the case. When we talking about women and shit, right? Off the rip, we always consider them fucking bitches. Off the top. It's a difference between women, bitches, and hoes for a reason. Why aren't we talk coming about the rip? I ain't saying my mom pushed me towards bitches and hoes. I'm saying that my comrades and the pimp niggas I come up around, these other motherfuckers, they made it look quite appealing. You know what I'm saying? Plus, you know, when you young and shit, you horny, them motherfuckers, you do some weird shit. 
So that's how you fall into that motherfucking trap. But that trap becomes a cycle. A mm-hmm. cycle, a cycle. Now you start having babies. Now you really behind the eight ball. Now here come Uncle Sam, you old child support, right? Boom, you go to jail and shit. The game ain't the same, but you ain't going back to jail. Then it took your motherfucking license. You just seem like you can't get the fuck up. But you still can. But you have to have that determination. That what you talking about. You got to be that self-starter. Everybody ain't that. Because if everybody was a self-starter, we wouldn't be doing this fucking podcast. That's true. I mean, I, I'm just blessed to have that type of mentality, actually. But it's just like, I don't even know how to make somebody be a self-starter. Like, I, I just don't know, like, what you need to do. Like, I mean, you can further your education, but you don't need to go to college to be successful. This is true. And not just that, right? When we're talking about self-starters, we ain't talking about everybody becoming a CEO. Some motherfucker got a man that fry cook goddamn at McDonald's. Some niggas is McDonald's niggas. You know what I'm saying? Ain't gonna be that. You know what I'm saying? Somebody got to do the manual labor in America. Somebody actually got to be a laborer. Ain't no crime in working hard and being a laborer. But there is a crime in standing still in your motherfucking life. You need to be going somewhere. Because everything in the universe has a purpose. The eyelash, the toenail, everything in your body got a fucking purpose. And when that purpose no longer serves its purpose or or serves serves its, its reason for being, it perishes. Which is why so many of us is dying on such a regular basis. You got to continue to push forward. But we put the eight ball, we put, you know, we put too many times we put the cart before the horse, though. You know what I'm saying? You want to have a family before you got an occupation and all this old motherfucking shit. It's hard to come back from that shit. Many of us do it, but it's too many of the prison system and the overflowing and the overcrowding of the prison system show us that it's too hard to come back from that shit. Mm. And then once you get down, I mean, gravity is a bitch. Once you start going down, it's just going to keep pulling your ass down. And sometimes you need somebody with that lion's grip to pull your ass up. That's what you need. And so everybody just, don't find you it. You saying you need more supports versus uh, doing it yourself? Well, first of all, you got to say enough is enough. At the end of the day, you can, tell, you can put a motherfucker in all the rehab you want. But if a motherfucker ain't done, it ain't nothing done with That's it. True. Now, once a motherfucker done, they feel like they done, and then they start moving in the other direction, universal law will take over. Gravity will start rolling that shit in that other way. The lessons they just start getting... It'll actually take hold and push it in the other direction. But goddammit, if you don't motherfucking lean like he's being on a motorcycle, if you don't lean the way I'm leaning, we about to crash. That's it and that's all. You know what I'm saying? So shit, nah. You know, so yeah, and everybody needs somebody. But it all comes down to self at the end of the day, true indeed. But how did the self become the self? The programming of the self. The teaching of the impoverished way in the impoverished mind. Poverty is a state of mind. Because right now, money ain't nothing but fiat currency. If you got bomb-ass credit, ain't nothing you can't get. From a house oh, to girl, a car, goddammit. That God is damn it. so true. And I'm just saying. That but so true. And you can't pull out no Ain't no motherfucking uh, no dead presidents on no goddamn credit cards unless you ask for one. Fiat currency. Everything's in the motherfucking air. But in order to have good credit, you got to have good discipline. Because once you motherfucking, you know, like many of us, and I'm sure many of our listeners is hearing this shit, you got your first credit card and went the fuck off. Charge every goddamn thing. Goddamn, I would charge a bag of weed if you can. Goddamn, you catch shit. I mean, niggas would charge oh, some shit. Oh, weed. I'm just saying, went crazy, right? And then, in your ignorance, you did all this charging. Then your ass turned 30. And then you turned 40. And goddamn it, your motherfucking credit, your credit is shit. And now you can't get shit. You have all the money in the world. Now your cash don't mean nothing. You got to work your nah, way back. cash is king. Cash is king in particular areas, in particular times. You know what I'm saying? In a recession, cash is king. In a seller's market like right now, 
You motherfucker, you want something goddamn, you're going to have to be able to pull out some paperwork. You know what I'm saying? Because otherwise, they're going to be like, well, how you get this cash, nigga? That's true. So I never even thought about if they would look at it if I just pulled up and was like, drop the 100000 on the house. Justify your thug, nigga. Did Uncle Sam get his cut? Otherwise, you come to feds, goddamn. You got your brand new case. I'm just saying. Anything like over 10,000, right? Yeah, I think it's 9,000. And once you hit that 10 mark, you know what I'm saying? And it might be some shit with that nowadays. So, I mean, at the end of the motherfucking day, man, we got this this impoverished mindset. It's all, it ain't about what's in a person's pocket. It's about what's in a person, between a person's ears. And are they willing to constantly re educate yourself? One thing I love about my cousin right now, she up there, she re educating herself over and over again. Stay in the motherfucking grind, stay on the fight. Because shit, not, like Robert Kiyosaki said, knowledge is the new money. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is the new money. And you gotta have the self esteem to do it. But if you was taught from day one that everything is about putting something in your pocket and giving it to somebody else, wrong. Because if you don't learn how to grow money, you ain't gonna have no money. I mean, everybody a motherfucking couple paychecks that work hard is a couple paychecks from the curb. I don't give a fuck who you are. If you ain't got some shit that's growing, if you're like they said in that book, uh, what's the one, uh, the richest man in Babylon? If your baby, if your money's babies ain't having babies, goddamn it, then shit, you you just running in circles for real. So you want to like, so we should invest more. Yeah, but within ourselves and in the community. Not just that, and and yeah, because I mean it's it's one of the same tomato tomato, and in the future, true indeed. But not just money, ethics, ethics. Ethics go down to everything because you can have money and this, that, and the other. But I mean, how many times, like, I hate hearing that saying, ah, man, you got to go to a white motherfucker to get a job done right. I hate hearing that shit, but that's an ethical problem. That's an ethical problem. If you hire me to do a job, I'm going to do that motherfucking job to the best of my ability, and I'm going to stay there till you satisfied, even if, the, if I have to operate at a loss. That's just me. Because my reputation means more to me than anything else. Because your reputation reputation can take you further. You might be a dead broke motherfucker, but if you got a grade A reputation, that's all credit is, is reputation. Hmm. When you go to a motherfucking bank or whatever and shit, they saying, what's your reputation? Your reputation on paper say you pay your bills on time, motherfucker. Here go your cash. Because we going to get our money out of you. Go up there with motherfucking and miss some payments. You got a bad reputation. It's the same thing. Everything is like the dope game, you know what I'm saying? How the fuck you gonna come buy a key from me and your reputation is you rob niggas? You better not even be in the same club as me, nigga. <laughs> same thing when you go to the bank. Everything is about the mindset. Everything is about how a person thinks. Poverty is a state of mind. Ain't no way in hell that these foreigners should come over here and outperform us. But they do because they have an education that we don't have. Their education is centered around growing the family. That's where it's centered around. We come from broken homes, most of us. Many of us don't survive that. And then when we do get up, we don't give a fuck about reinvesting in the family because we find fault in the family. Or the family ain't worth a fuck, you know what I'm saying? Then you got to build a new family, goddammit. Blood don't mean family. Shit. But, man, we got it fucked up. We're going to probably have to do a part two of this because there's some key points I really wanted to hit on. But I just wanted people to start thinking about this poverty shit, this broke shit. Man, people ain't as broke as they are. There's a book I read called Your Money and Your Life. And when I realize how much you just squander in your day-to-day life, how much money we fuck up in your day-to-day life, you could have been. I did the numbers before with one of the homies. Like, man, this was your weed habit for a year. If you did that, you could have bought a $51,000 house in a year. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's, it is expensive. Like, what uh, people actually do spend their money on. Oh, that's another podcast. Like, was taxes created to... Uh, <laughs> I 
Ah, uh, y'all know what I'm thinking, but y'all don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting Like, that's the second time I said that <laughs> on this saying, podcast. Taxation without representation. Taxation always been a problem, you know what I'm saying? But you can, but in order to have a civil society, you got you to gotta get a government they cut. You know, problem with the government is too much pork spending, all this shit going on, too much pocket lining, too much corruption back to the ethics. But even as unethical as America is, it's still one of the best countries I hear because I ain't been to too many other countries on the planet, you see? So, I mean, if we just had a better ethical system, we'd all be better. We wouldn't be so impoverished because we wouldn't squander what we have. We would know how to cop and hold and then reinvest what we have already. I mean, it's some serious shit, but it goes down to the mindset. For real, for real. I'm sitting around smoking cigars and shit and drinking cool, you know what I'm saying? But an everyday thing, that's a poor niggas habit. Because if you do the math on that, man, let me tell you something, man. Jewish people stood up on the decimal point. Not on the motherfucking whole number, on the decimal point. They stood up. The 10% principle put the churches up. You understand? That's the decimal point. You ain't better understand the power of 10% and what the fuck it can do for you, particularly yeah. if you can grow that motherfucker. For sure. Man, but we really burn this shit off. He was talking about pennies earlier today. Let me get every motherfucking penny I got coming to me. If you got 0.3% of a penny coming to me, I need that motherfucker. In my count tonight. Because I understand the power of the decimal point. God, that's a bad motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That shit add up. It's fucking add up. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, people need... I just want I just want the listeners out there to really think about it. How the fuck can these people come over here and be in the same projects as you? Next thing you know, they own the corner store next to you. Then they bought the one down the street, the one on the east side of town. They got the motherfucking clothing stores that you spend your money at. They got all this shit. They got whole sides of town now. But you can't get up. You can't get up. I can't get up. What's the fucking problem? It's all about the mindset, baby. That's all I'm getting at. Alright. Well, that's a good point to like end on. Yeah. You already know what's going on. It's the head not to tell. It's GQ Smooth. It's GQ underscore SM0OTH. And you can find me on IG. Yeah, you can find me, Lamar Fridge Dina at Fights Like a Girl, 614. Or oh, you can also find me on IG. You can find me on Facebook. You can hit me at 48 to short at gmail.com. Looking forward to your comments and then cussing outs and all that okay and on. Come on with it. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, if you do want to support this podcast, uh, there's a way you could do it through the Anchor app. So, go ahead. Send us some coins so we could upgrade our equipment or whatever. We ain't begging or nothing, but we just appreciate it. I am. Bring me your .1% and your 10%. Run it. <laughs> <laughs> You better come on in. (laughs) All right, we out. Peace.